Hey, it's Amino Hassan, and you're listening to the Sun's Solar Panel Podcast. And welcome to the Phoenix Suns Solar Panel Podcast slash YouTube show. On this week's midweek, there is no Dave King. There is no Greg Esposito, but it is okay because we have a very special guest, Jeremy Gunderson, on the show with us today. You can find him on Twitter at the Jeremy underscore G. How's it going, man? Uh, pretty good. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. So, you know, we're, we're in the doldrums of the offseason. You, you missing Suns basketball? Yes. Uh, I'm really excited for games to actually start and not YouTube clips of people at an LA Fitness. <laughs> uh, I know that you had to have been watching at least a little bit of the uh, NBA TV replays of some of the older games, you know, kind of gets you through. Yeah, uh, a little bit here and there. <laughs> so uh, the reason why you're on the show today is that you have organized something that everyone here on the solar panel is a huge fan of, and it is a grassroots fan section at this upcoming season for the Phoenix Suns to give a, a real home court advantage to the Suns. Uh, tell me about it. Uh, how did you think of this idea? How far along are you in this process? And um, why will this help the Suns this upcoming season? So the the idea started uh, with a conversation with my brothers, probably several conversations uh, that I had with my brothers. And similar to probably a lot of conversations between Suns fans, where we sort of lamented uh, the last few seasons, uh, how bad the team has been. And we had this conversation over and over where we were optimistic, and then by Thanksgiving, we had lost our optimism. Uh, so it eventually started rolling around to, is there really anything that we can do uh, as Suns fans to to help make the team better? And we certainly didn't have any sort of NBA-ready skills, uh, coach, GM, player, obviously. Um, and none of us had a couple billion dollars lying around to buy the team. So it came down to uh, what can we do as fans uh, to help make the atmosphere, the home court advantage better. Uh, and this sort of idea was born. We wanted to do, uh, toss around the idea of doing a supporter section like in soccer uh, or a student section at a university college sports. So uh, we talked about it uh, and threw it out on Twitter and there was uh, some pretty decent uh, return. Um, from those tweets, a lot of interest. Um, so, so that's that's sort of where it all started. Um, we've had a couple meetings, uh, conversations with the Suns on like logistics and ticketing and stuff. So, we've got probably about uh, 50 to 60 members of a group. Uh, smaller number of that who have actually bought tickets so far, but a good uh, start to the group. Uh, and we're looking for more. Um, so all as many people as possible want to come out to, to Suns games and help make the atmosphere as great as possible and cheer and chant and boo and yell and jeer and anything else you can think of. I would also think just because the Suns are so aware that this is going to be the Suns supporter section, that there's going to be a lot of times that the camera is going to be uh, cutting over to you guys. So the signs have to be immaculate. Yeah, yeah. And so we've got uh, uh, an event coming up this week. Um, we're going to talk about some of those things, get some ideas, solicit some ideas for 
um, what we want to do, what things we want to bring. Um, but yeah, that's that's something that we're looking forward to uh, try and bring out some of the creativity uh, in Suns fans. Well, we're going to get into the specific details uh, exactly when you guys are meeting the Saturday, August 10th over at Talking Sick Arena, what you're going to talk about there, the fact that everyone is going to uh, get treated to a Mercury game, which is really cool, uh, on top of everything else. But before we do, I just kind of want to chat you up a little bit about the Suns. So we, Ryan McDonough, he's gone. James Jones has made his stamp on this team. Uh, there's been uh, some positive reaction. I think mostly positive reaction. There's been a little bit of negative reaction. Um, what has been your reaction to some of the moves he's made so far from the coaching changes to some of the players he's brought in? Uh, I mean, I think like a lot of people, my initial reaction to individual moves was a little bit of uh, surprise. Um consternation at some but when you step back and look at what he's done as a whole um i feel really optimistic uh bringing in veteran quality nba players at every position uh both in the starting lineup and on the bench is certainly going to help this team actually win games next year so uh i'm excited about it um my favorite Transaction has to be the Ricky Rubio signing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know a lot of people really were looking forward to D'Angelo Russell uh, and a Devin Booker backcourt. Um, I'm I'm perfectly fine uh, with Ricky Rubio and really excited to see what he can do uh, leading a team and particularly for DeAndre Ayton. One of the things that uh, I think a lot of people didn't realize is how inefficient of a player D'Angelo Russell has been even in the one great half of a season he had and, and not that he's not a good player he won't develop into a player but when you're talking about a, a max four-year contract to a guy that is uh, incredibly inefficient uh, doesn't get to the line uh, has a really low true shooting percentage he's not a high assist guy he's not a great defender it, it doesn't seem like a really great pairing with Devin Booker in the backcourt but a lot of people just want whatever whatever that shiny new object is. And, uh, you know, I know that they were disappointed with that. Personally, even if the Suns aren't good, I'm just ecstatic that I get to watch 82 games of Ricky Rubio. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've always sort of been a fan. I'd have watched a lot of Timberwolves or even Jazz uh, the last little bit, but his uh, YouTube highlights uh, look great. And so it's going to be that creativity uh, I'm super excited about. Um, best, best passer for sure since Steve Nash. Um, so do you think that the Suns gave up too quickly on Josh Jackson? I don't think so. Um, and mostly just because of what they did, what they replaced him with, bringing in uh, Kelly Oubre, uh, Mikel Bridges, excellent rookie season, and having those two guys uh, at the small forward spot. Um, and just the the ability to, you know, increase the professionalism uh, on the team um, was, you know, good, uh, I think. And I mean... I, there's certainly a chance that he turns into a good NBA player. Um, and if he does, you know, that's, that's great. Uh, I'd be happy for him. Uh, it'd be great to see uh, a player who struggles off the court, uh, making mistakes and 
stop doing those. Certainly has happened in the past. So if he does, kudos to him. But I think I'm fine moving on with the players that we replaced him with. Yeah, it's too bad. I was I was fairly high on Josh Jackson when they first brought him in. Uh, clearly, clearly he didn't he didn't pan out. I actually have a custom uh, drawing, uh, really well done drawing. I don't think you can see it in the background here, but of uh, Josh Jackson that an artist in, in Phoenix uh, made for a solar panel get together a couple of years ago. And now that seems that 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 seems a little bit outdated, uh, but I'm going to keep it in my wall. I don't care, you know. Um, so Vegas has the Suns hovering right below 30 wins. Uh, depends on which sports book you're looking at. Uh, what do you think it would take for the Suns to defy odds this season and go for 500 and make the eight seed? I'm an optimist. Uh, so I think it's it's possible. The, the hard part is that the Suns are still in the West. And the West is really, really good, uh, top to bottom. Um, but when you look back, I was looking a few weeks ago at the, the Suns' schedule last year. And obviously the schedule hasn't been released yet. But, I mean, there were so many games that even against the team, with the team last year, seemed winnable to me. Uh, I think they went 0-8 or 0-2 against like nine Eastern Conference teams last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, just as a baseline um, with the new players, I think, Penciling in nine additional games, just splitting those games um, is is easily not out of the question. So, I mean, that's nine games right there. That's 28. That's about what the over-under is. Um, and then just picking up one game from some of the other teams that they were swept by. I think OKC and Houston are some of those teams. OKC is certainly uh, not going to be uh, as good this year, uh, I would assume. Um, and then, uh, obviously the, uh, home court advantage, uh, is going to be a big, <laughs> uh, big impact this year. I'm predicting. Um, so, and, and that was, that was something that was really interesting to me when, so the Suns last year, I think were like, so they were 19 wins and I think they had eight, uh, if I remember right, road wins. Um, the second worst team in the West was Dallas and they had nine road wins. So the difference between, uh, the Suns' 19 wins in Dallas was that Dallas ended up with a 24 and 17 home record um, for a team that was just above them in the standings. So really, I think if the Suns can pick up some of those games against Eastern Conference teams that I think they should be, especially uh, splitting um, home and home, and then pick up some of those other games in the Western Conference against uh, or at home. Uh, I think there's there's a legitimate shot to to push for 500 next season. Well, and at a certain point, we are talking about Devin Booker as a max player, contributing as a max player with actual NBA talent around him, and he should win some games. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I I hope that I mean his his offensive prowess was on display uh, night after night last year. I mean he's he was, he most- was just hurt. Yeah, he was hurt and still, you know, one of the most efficient scorers in the NBA. So I think with uh, some improved surroundings um, and Devin Booker picking it up on defense uh, with a a competent team around him, I think is going to make a big difference um, next year as well. And I think Tyler Johnson coming off the bench is going to be nice. Yeah, yeah. Leading the second unit, having stability 
because I mean, when when he came in after the trade last year in the starting lineup with that team, I mean, we all saw the difference it made of just stabilizing that unit and doing that for the the second unit. Uh, I yeah, I agree. I think that's going to make a big difference as well. Yeah, um, night and day. So uh, put on your predicting goggles. Who is going to be the most improved player for the Suns this upcoming season? And you cannot say Devin Booker. I really, really hope it's DeAndre Ayton. Uh, I mean, I think he had a really, really underrated rookie year, um, overshadowed by the the two guards, uh, Luca and uh, Trey Young. But uh, if he comes in, making big strides next year, particularly uh, defensive-wise, uh, rim protection, and then just having some of the the spoon-feeding action from Ricky Rubio, I think we can have a big year from DeAndre Ayton. And I think it's pretty... Uh, uh, it's not talked about enough how much of an improvement he made on the defensive end towards the end of the regular season last year. And it was frankly a, a time in which a lot of people had stopped watching the sun. So I think it didn't get nearly enough attention, but he made pretty big strides. And I think we all saw what we wanted to see out of him as, as far as marginal improvement from a big man in his rookie season. And there's no reason to think that that can't continue And hell. Even if it doesn't continue, they can just bring Aaron Baines in off the bench. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's what Monty Williams said uh, specifically. <laughs> if he's not doing it, then Aaron Baines is coming in. You teach him a lesson. Which is good. You know, the players need that. Um, so before we get back into the reason why you're on this podcast, um, what player do you think the Suns fans are going to be screaming for more minutes for this upcoming season? Ooh, more minutes. Uh, maybe Cam Johnson. Uh, um, I mean, anytime, any first round draft pick, I think people usually want to see a lot of, but uh, I think he has the potential to come in and his limited minutes that he's going to see and just start training threes left and right. Uh, and I think if that happens, uh, I think Suns fans are going to be clamoring for clamoring for a lot more of that. I'm hoping so. I'm going with Czech Diallo on this one. I, I think yeah. his, uh, his energy is, I think he's one of those guys where his per 36 numbers look great. <laughs> but maybe if he actually played 36 minutes, those numbers wouldn't look so good. Maybe some boat outlaw potential. Um, okay, so let's talk about it. So this Saturday, August 10th, Suns fans uh, that are interested in this meeting at the arena at the main pavilion, five o'clock. Do they need to let you know ahead of time? Like what's uh, what do they need to do? So, yeah, it'd be great if you could let us know so we get a head count of how many people are coming. Uh, we've got a Facebook link uh, that you can find at the Soul Rebellion uh, Facebook group. Um, and you can find a link to that uh, both on my Twitter bio at the Jeremy underscore G on Twitter and also the Twitter account, the soul rebellion that soul is an SOL, which is our newly voted uh, name for the group. So excited about that. So you can sign up on Facebook or you can just send a direct message to me or the soul rebellion account, uh, letting me know your email address uh, and your name and that you're interested in coming. We'll get you on the list and send you uh, an invite over from the Suns. 
And if you're watching on YouTube right now, those links are in the show description below. If you are listening in the podcast, uh, open up the show notes and the links right in there. So after the meeting, the Suns are providing a suite and tickets to the Mercury game. Yep. Yeah. So we'll have the meeting at five o'clock. We'll meet at the just the main pavilion there at Talking Stick Resort Arena. Uh, try and get there a few minutes early so we can start at five. We'll go over plans for the group, um, some ticketing options from the Sun staff. Um, you'll be able to to meet up with someone if you're thinking of splitting the ticket package. You don't want to do a full forty games, or you want don't want to do even do a full half season. Find someone who will be there and just split that in half. They lost a game, home game to Mexico City, so the math is real simple this year. Um, and then after that, uh, yeah, we'll have some time to, to take a break, get some food, and then the Mercury game will start at 7, um, and the Suns are providing some tickets for that as well. So it should be a good night, fun night, talk some hoops, uh, hang out, get to know uh, some of the group and what we plan to do. Well, I think it's really awesome, man. Uh, huge supporter of what you guys are doing. Uh, I, I love the the uh, ambition to make something like this happen. Uh, a lot of people think about doing stuff like this, but they don't actually do it. So it says a lot about your character and you as a Suns fan. Um, I always go out to Arizona for uh, a Suns home and home. Usually that happens somewhere uh, in the December uh, time frame. So I hope that when I do that, I can come up and meet everybody that is up there in the fan support section. Absolutely. We'd love to have you. And awesome. Espo and Dave, even though they didn't show up to this podcast. <laughs> well, you know what? They can, they can meet you guys anytime. That's but true. I, I will, I will let them know that. All right. So thank you so much again, Jeremy, for coming on the show. You can find Jeremy on Twitter at the Jeremy underscore G. We will be back this Saturday morning for a live episode. If you want to join us there, seven o'clock Arizona time right here on YouTube, you can get those questions in. We do a full mailbag at the end of every Saturday episode and we will talk to you guys again next week. Thanks.